like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you jerk-off. <laughs> Save Martha! I don't want to set the world on fire. You're listening to the Fire in the Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. If you like the show, you can help us out by supporting us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. If you want to be a guest on the show, or you want to get in touch, drop us a line at fireintheholepodcast at gmail.com. That's fireintheholepodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. and a one two three episode 100 richard episode 100 jason this is what the emperors drink <laughs> and there's no context to that because we weren't recording right but we can explain it sure so richard uh, spontaneously named without knowing as he usually does was you know just rambling ingenious things to me and uh he That's was good enough thank you well, we do have a reputation for, um, shall we say, um, sponsoring <laughs> Sapporo rather than being sponsored by Sapporo. Right. Um, today I felt like tea and you were, what, this is white tea, Chinese white tea? This is Chinese white tea. Okay. I was looking for like, not just you repeating it. I was looking mm. for you to elaborate. <laughs> 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 you looked all like, it's, and here's, about, here's the information. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. It's called Dragon Pearl. And it comes in like little balls, and it's uh, has <laughs> it has jasmine, and it comes from the same plant as the green tea, but it comes from like a younger version of the plant, and it's got like ten times the antioxidants and all that shit. And it's what the emperors drank. It's what the emperors drank. But you put it in the in the present tense, which made me feel really important. Mm. You're like, this is what the emperors drink. That's right. Therefore, suggesting that. I was worthy of this. Tea. I don't know. I'm just going I with this. I was not suggesting that. I, but this tea tastes better now because mm. you said that. It's very good. It's good stuff. I highly recommend it. Thank you for White making tea. this tea. Pleasure. So, um, it's been a while, man. Dude, it has been such a long time. Like, I think I forgot how to podcast. I I literally <laughs> had to think about the code door code for the studio for just a second. <laughs> I mean, I remembered it, mm-hmm. but I had to kind of like, is it second? And had, when I saw your name like pop up on the display, I was like, oh, thank God. Because I would have been. <laughs> the sigh of relief. Hella fucking embarrassed to like dial you up. You're like, what's the fucking quote again? <laughs> I would have been so embarrassed because that would have just really compounded the fact that we've been, uh, we've been apart too long. 
It's true. It's been a long time, man. Yeah, man. But uh, I don't think either of us uh, could have done any better. Like, it was just it's just the way it worked out. We've been busy as fuck. Yeah, man. Sometimes life gets in the way. Yes. Yeah, I've been super busy too. Yeah. And you've uh, you've been up to some big shit, some big stuff. Yeah, some life-changing stuff, you know, with uh, the uh, illness, of course, that I'd mentioned previously, and mm-hmm. then um, moving out, getting my own place after, you know, 15-plus years of quote-unquote marriage and family and everything. You know, I don't tend to discuss my personal life that much on the podcast because it, it's boring to other people, <laughs> and right. I'm conscious of that. But the fact that remains is that I've had to kind of do what, unfortunately, a lot of people uh, at my age are doing, which is either start their life again or, uh, you know, get separated, get divorced, you know. Right. There's a lot of that going on, especially with kids and stuff. But I'm just lucky. I'd, I'd just like to, you know, say that on that front, while it's been hard and there's still, you know, a tough road ahead, I if there was such a thing as splitting up under the best possible circumstances, I'd mm. say that I'm pretty fucking close. And I, good, pre- man. I appreciate, you know, um, baby mama's sort of goodwill and ability to work with me and the way we've, like, I'm impressed, honestly, that That's we good. were able to pull this off. And I thought maybe things would get a little hairy once physically we're actually apart, you know, once I was out and I was my in my own house. But um, yeah, man, it's been a positive move, but it's just a lot of investment of time. For sure. I mean, I was kind of in a similar situation like five years ago, you know, like where your relationship status changes, your living status changes your work status changes like everything is basically like all the pillars have completely changed and yeah you have to like basically reinvent yourself and find like a new sort of sweet spot how things work now you know and triple your income <laughs> over like a three to f- six month period hmm. you need to figure out how to suddenly generate what you used to generate together right right yeah and and suddenly you're it's a duplication of costs and stuff in sometimes a triplication, mm. right? Like you both were were paying a quarter, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't have the kids thing, so like that's a whole thing. Yeah, you know when I split up, it was like all right, peace, see you later, or see you never, see you never. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, it was like okay, well now we need a second, you know, bunk bed or whatever. We need a second <laughs> child play area. We need a sec. We need to keep some clothes over here. Right. Some clothes. So there's a lot of that, those considerations. But again, without getting into details here, um, these are obviously some of the reasons I've been very busy. Obviously, I've been furthering the, the job career mm-hmm. to make sure that I can sustain these big changes. And you, you've been just snowed under like crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You've worked like a, like a maniac since the last time I saw you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just in one of those industries where you know most of the time it's cool but every so often it's like fuck me (laughs) armageddon style yeah working nights working weekends you know just trying to get everything back under control and then it goes once under control then it's cool for a while and then hopefully it doesn't go to shit (laughs) anytime soon but yeah you got to put the work in and then then it's manageable after that yeah it's really i I feel like your plight uh is uh, you know not that you're not you know, compensated and you have a lot of, you know, success in your career, which you do and you, you've always done well because you're such a stellar uh, dude. But it really is, from what I can tell, like a ship, mm. right? Like you're at the mercy of the elements. Right. And no matter how tightly you have your crew drilled or not or how good quality your ship is, one good storm and you're you're fucking going to the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And t- turning 10 degrees takes 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, it's a bit the same thing, you know, as you're dealing with, with your life, you know, like new shit comes in and then you got to figure out how to manage all of that. You know, like they're good problems to have, you know, like you, you know, like you get some new business, you, but the, you know, it comes with a bunch of work, comes with a bunch of logistical problems, uh, you know, employees come, employees go, you know, like you just have to kind of, the work needs to get done and then you need to batten down the hatches and yeah all hands on deck and then figure that shit out and then 
afterwards it should be good yeah i think it's i think it's it, it's made me be kinder to last jedi than most reviewers <laughs> because <laughs> i see the parallels between being in a 15 year relationship with with everything that you know and then suddenly somebody challenging that and not you know all that stuff and then you you watch you know quick review here you watch last jedi and then you realize okay well this isn't what this isn't the relationship i had that was a masterful transition i just want to thank say. you thank you, thank you. <laughs> no but i didn't actually wasn't trying to be manipulative here i really saw the parallel there in my mind for a second mm-hmm. we were like this is not my star wars but i'm okay with it now mm-hmm. yeah it's a fundamental letting go of of this idea of something that was everything for for the for the longest time mm-hmm. it defined every parameter and all the physics of your life and then suddenly like none of this matters anymore your life is this now right and then realizing that that's not impossible to achieve or to adapt to we're much more malleable than we think yeah for sure and it's maybe sometimes getting the rug pulled out from under us is actually not that bad at all that's yeah, painful at first but it's, then yeah, you know yeah. then you adjust yeah and then like you realize you you, you realize that there's all the shit you've been neglecting Mm. Not just in a relationship, but like suddenly you're there in the bathroom, like combing your hair and you're like, hey, oh yeah, combing my hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I look okay. You better mm. hit the gym. Do I want to hit the gym? What do I want? What do I want? What do I want? Like just that question mm. uh, is super important and it's, it, you can you can forget about that. Oh, absolutely. What do I want is like a powerful moment, I think. It is. You remember that moment? Yeah, I think I still struggle with it <laughs> sometimes, you know. Sure. Yeah. But I'm saying like when when you when you came out of your relationship back yeah. then, back years ago, and you got your new place barely. Mm. You like managed to find a place and all that. Yeah, yeah. There must have been a moment there. I made there. them an offer they couldn't refuse. Right. <laughs> um I feel like there was 100% like a moment and I feel like it mu- you were barefoot if not fully naked, then partially naked in the bathroom with the coiled tile under your foot. <laughs> in your and I remember that was a swanky ass bathroom too that you had. Yeah, pretty good. And you're just looking like there and you're bathroom. like, hey, I can just pee on the rims and it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I could pee all over everything if I want to. I'm just gonna pee now. <laughs> pee on you. Pee on you. Pee over here. Not even gonna aim. <laughs> but um yeah, there's definitely something to that. But listen, I think there's no greater moment. Not that there's no great moment, but I think it's kind of cool and cathartic that we're back for episode 100, mm. just the two of us, you know, reminiscing. I can't like I I can't even believe because we interrupted our flow. Right. That was was like like clockwork. We were dropping one every week and doing two, sometimes three. Yeah, for like two years straight. Um, I think it's nice that like I was like, wow, 100. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, maybe in the podcasting world, that ain't shit. But to me, that's... I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of podcasts that make it to episode 100. Hmm. Yeah, certainly not not uh, not that common. But in any case, I mean... It takes a certain amount of follow-through. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, I, I think it's easy to actually make that many episodes. But to pour quality into them mm-hmm. is yeah. another thing, right? right? You can easily record a gajillion episodes of like, hey, it's Richard... And Richard talking about food, because I like food. And you can just keep blabbing, you know, and, and over a year's accumulating enough episodes. Hmm. But the consistency and the work and the input, I don't know. I feel like I'm really proud. put the effort in. Uh-huh. And, uh, we, didn't, we, we at least tried not to half-ass it. Yes, like, I think we both did. Made, made a big effort there. Yeah. We've come a long way since episode one. Yeah. Yelling into your laptop. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that great? <laughs> I forget. I remember us sitting across from each other sort of with a, like craning our necks to like make sure that the mic picks us up. Yeah, yeah, started. yeah. That little shitty $5 like PC mic. Right. Yeah. That didn't even end up working. <laughs> it, I think. Was, it wasn't even recording. It wasn't even recording. <laughs> <laughs> but um, We didn't know shit. <laughs> we didn't know shit, but I think also... We were, I don't know if we overthought it or we, it was, it was beautiful the way anything is beautiful when you look back on something that you've, you've honed. Hmm. It's like, oh, that was so adorable. Right. 
the way we were just really trying to be edgy and i don't it's not like i would expect to feel more embarrassed about the first one yeah i'm not that embarrassed at all i could go back and listen to it and i think it's pretty listenable Uh, yeah i mean apart from the fact that you're as you and i are annoyed because we know like the sound has been pushed so for so much further like the technology of it yeah yeah but apart from that yeah it's it's not (laughs) something i'd be like oh god please don't play it right (laughs) it just may lack a little bit of the production values sure yeah but that came with time yeah and i think uh i don't know man i mean there were so many good episodes and you know i think it's fun to reminisce a little bit about them but um obviously the first the first round of fr- is gonna is gonna be your friends right mm-hmm. it's gonna be the people who are and i think we didn't realize how lucky we were to have so many people willing to get on the show and talk right we just assumed like anybody would of course immediately jump at the opportunity yeah i'm trying to think of like if somebody invited me to their podcast back then whether i would accept that invite right I'm not sure if I would have. Maybe you'd be weirded out. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't go of course immediately Mm. because you know what? You want to hear me talk? (laughs) (laughs) You want to give me a microphone? (laughs) I'll just start crying. It's that same thing that we just heard over and over again. Well, I, you know, I don't have anything to say or I'm not that interesting or is this like pre-programmed? Do I have to do some research ahead of time? Yeah. We kind of got like a smattering of, we got really lucky with a bunch, like the first, um, like dozen or so people where they were like, yeah, of course I'll come and fuck, do this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly we started to meet like people w- were like, oh, really? But I don't think I'm we're like, what's your problem? Other people have been on the show. Not right. realizing that we'd just been lucky. We were pretty lucky. And that it's not something that, uh, you know, everybody can just do. For right. some people, it's really daunting. And I respect that, you know? Mm. I, I'm not knocking it. I'm not laughing at those people. I'm just saying like, yeah, Gene and Julian and Danny and yeah, we, your brother obviously was a big was a was a regular fixture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, a natural. Um, we had let's see, let's go back. I remember one of the first ones that comes to mind is uh, Fred Nguyen. Oh yeah, I think that's one of my favorite episodes ever. Yeah, big shout out to Fred. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in general, he's just a treat, but. Um, this was like uh, when he told us about his uh, trip to the Shaolin Temple mm-hmm. and how like, you know, how many times, how many people are you going to run to that have an actual Shaolin Temple story? Seriously. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And just how humble he was about it and how humble he is in general and funny and all that. I think... Fucking awesome dude. That was one of the first times where I felt this could be a show, this could, this show could work really mm-hmm. as, as something more than just a, you know... More than just for fun. Sure. Uh, um, There's some know. super strong guests. Mark DeLille. Big shout out to Mark DeLille. Big shout out to him. Yeah. Shitbird. <laughs> Shitbird. <laughs> that Shitbird story. Was it Shitbird or the vomit, the puke bird? Puke, puke bird. bird. It was puke bird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, puke I bird. forgot that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, if you guys ever, uh, anyone listening, uh, anyone still left, <laughs> if you go back to Anybody? Mark DeLille's puke bird episode, uh, hilarious anecdotes from his military days. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, Mark's just one of my favorite people on the planet. Yeah, I miss that guy. We'd have to get him back on soon. Absolutely, yeah. And he's been a, he's been a return guest. We also figured mm-hmm. out that I don't know if we knew who the return guests were going to be, but no, you don't know until you until you test it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And some people that you thought would have been stellar, yeah, are a little less so. Or they didn't like meet you halfway. But yeah, but and, you know, in those early days, since we weren't as good at sort of pulling it out of people, right? I don't know if it was if it was them, it was us. Right, that's know? a good like, point. We, it may maybe us that we didn't do the job properly. We we learned a lot about you know peop- like there were some people where it's effortless and we can just shut up for like a full two hours and they'll just go. Right. And there's other people who are a little bit uh, less forthcoming. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, like Akil. Yeah. Our, my That's exactly dear, who I was dear, thinking, dear yeah. friend Akil, who, by the way, since then has been consistently and like has not come back to Canada. Right. He's been consistently in Vietnam, Thailand, Asian, vegan, like Instagramming. Like the guy's been, he would probably have, 
incredible stories that he would not bring up during the podcast <laughs> and then tell us on the break about. <laughs> so That's shout out. exactly what happened last time. <laughs> shout out to Akil, wherever you are, man. <laughs> Happy birthday again. And uh, yeah, man, we hope to see you again and actually and not hear your stories on the recording. <laughs> we miss you not talking about your stories. We love you, Akil, wherever you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think surprisingly, even though we got some really cool guests and we got some high profile people and we got producers, actors, dancers, you name it, some of the most touching episodes for me were like your family members. Like yeah. your your nephew, Rowan. Yeah, that was a great episode. That was fucking great. Yeah, All he right. killed it. Who invites an 11 year old and it's not more than just cute? Like right. it's actually fun. Yeah, yeah. He has some things to say about what it's like being an 11-year-old. Yeah, yeah. In that precocious, kind of calm-spirited way that no 11-year-old generally has that kind of perspective yet, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there was, uh, when your dad came on, I thought was it was badass. Yeah, that was great. I felt like something happened that evening. Yeah, there was something something really cool about it. I don't know, like it kind of sort of changed my relationship with my dad a little bit. You know? That's yeah. amazing. It's, it was a magical thing. Like, what an endorsement. Do you still feel, like, the, the lasting, the effects of that? A little bit, yeah. I think, like, he's a bit more, you know, coming in, he sort of had the feeling that, like, ah, nobody really cares about these old stories or, you know. Right. Like, we always talk about, like, you know, he's a really smart guy. He's got, you know, he's very well-educated on a lot of subjects, and he's a very interesting dude, and very thoughtful and stuff so you know we'll we'll talk about all the you know politics and current events and stuff like that and i, I find his his opinions very profound but where it comes down down to like old family stories and things like stories about my grandma and my uncles and you know family history and stuff where like i feel like he had a he didn't think that anybody was really interested in those right. stories and then it ended up being great, you know? Yeah, it was amazing. And I I thought they were great. And I wasn't even, like, in any way related to any of these people. Right. I was like, what? The Montreal Royals? What? <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I think he he kind of got a bit more of a sense that, like, you know, we, we care about our history and, you know, like, what his experience as a kid was and um, stuff, him growing up and extended family and some stuff like that. So I thought that was... Very, very cool. So I think I, I find to this day he's a bit more, let's say, forthcoming with some of those stories. Because he feels that like there's an valued. audience for uh -huh, it. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, it, it's kind of like, let's say there's a member of your family that you never don't get along with or you have no sort of communication with, and then you accidentally do some activity. And mm. suddenly out comes pouring all this. In, and you realize, okay, it's not that we don't get along or it's not that we're not communicating. It's just that we... This wasn't the right medium. Right. Yeah. And this baseball game or this card game or this podcast somehow has, you know, it's like when I, when you argue with someone constantly and then you realize at one point that wait over text, you, you get shit done. Right. You're able to, to like move past because arguing in text gets really exhausting. <laughs> it's a lot of typing. Exactly. At some point you're like, you know what? All right, let's agree to disagree. And you just move on straight to the point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, to me, super, super um, profound. Yeah, and I man. felt I felt it. You know, like I said, I, I was not privy to the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. The, but I felt something was going on in that room, you know? Yeah, there was. And yeah, then, the fact that Danny was there, too, was it's very cool. And to contrast that with, like, these comedians, these, these, these wackos that we these that we love these like 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 fucking uh uh phantom you know uh joey joey the green phantom yeah like having him on to joey um having a dude like like connor o'neill come on or treader michael treader uh you know all these artists with all these kooky ideas right um i don't know do any other other episodes like really stick out to you not that they weren't all wonderful um when we had uh, G on, yeah, 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 of course, the microaggressors, the microaggressors, yeah, exactly, Jamie and G, that that was that was kind of cool. I think we had some sound issues on that one, right? And G screams a lot. He does. <laughs> it's, it's, it was hard to to 
balance out the sound with our and yeah. we were still on the old equipment yeah it was it was it was we were great. still struggling remember because like we went from yelling into the laptop and then we had this the usb the, mics usb mics uh-huh. with the laptop that wouldn't and be then every so often like we were we were struggling like i was i was struggling trying to get like a four-person reliable right Set up, we'd, right? we'd have to reset after a while because the some echo would start just and i'd have no idea when the echo comes in <laughs> and it'd make it completely unlistenable i didn't want to lose because it's good shit and then so we'd have to stop like every like 20 30 minutes and then we'd lose a bit of the men it was driving momentum. crazy yeah and there was one of those episodes that it's like barely listenable right but it was like just before we transitioned to the new gear right you know and now we're we've we're we're set like yeah. four four mics is no problem even more right but that was a that was a struggle for a while man it's true and uh i i credit you with a lot of the the tinkering behind the scenes like you kind of schooled yourself on the sound you know yeah yeah there's a Uh, lot of technical stuff that goes into the podcast stuff i had you know managing the feeds and getting onto different networks and the main one was trying to get like consistent sound quality and being able to do that while still being involved in the conversation and not having to like switch levels the whole time. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a big one. So there was a, like, I think it was the end of the first year where it was like really, really tough to, to get a consistent sort of sound. And then we, we upgraded and then everything was cool. Yeah. But ever since we've moved on to that, like now I can actually, for the most part, not be involved with the technical stuff and actually enjoy enjoy being part of the podcast. Right. Yeah. If, I, I just to quickly go back to G and uh, Jamie, if if I had to have like one of those rambunctious, um, <clears throat> like American style morning shows, you know, like hey, it's the bums in the morning <laughs> and ninety seven point three, the wolf, or whatever, like one of those caca, uh, caca <laughs> one of those obnoxious radio stations that. Uh, uh, comics hate to go on but have to to promote their tours right uh those are the two fucking guys i want in that room like i can see G- like somehow in my fantasy jamie runs the show <laughs> like it's his studio right uh just because he's a big dude and somehow it feels like the big dude should be like the it's his show <laughs> and then he has g who's the shit disturber who fucks with the just guests busts his balls constantly constantly, <laughs> constantly busts his balls they and then they just have this repartee and then we're somehow like just regulars on the show mm. like that's how that would work i feel i don't think i got a word in edgewise during those those shows but it might have been because of the technical stuff <laughs> you were so busy <laughs> like scotty like just keeping it together with tape <laughs> and like having the pipes yeah you, you were like in das boot just keeping the submarine <laughs> or the u-boat barely you know functioning yeah yeah yeah. but that's cool man that's cool it's true we haven't realized how how uh what a release it's been to nail down the the equipment oh holy shit man like it's made it's night and day for me yeah yeah we got it locked down now one thing that i found interesting about this whole podcast experience i think i may have mentioned it on an episode before but is that i have relationships with people now that are one way okay meaning meaning that like people who listen to the show know me but then i don't know them right yeah 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 yeah. right or or i know them but i don't know them as well as they know me right right so there's this like weird lopsided relationship thing it was like even like the first time that g came over like i didn't know him at the time and when he showed up at the studio, I was like, oh, hello, how are you? Uh, nice to meet you. You know, and yeah. he, he went in for like, you know, a much more uh, familiar greeting. Right. And there was a bit of a mismatch. Like, oh, and he's like, oh, sorry. I listened to a bunch of the show. I feel like I know you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's just a, that, that comes with podcasting. Yeah. 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 I, I, I find it like just a, a really interesting phenomenon for sure yeah i mean broadcasters must deal with that all the time Mm -hmm. uh, like someone like a news anchor for instance right right turn your tv (laughs) every night right um and i just dated myself now because that's not a reality anymore that's not a reality but that was a absolute iconic person in your life like you knew mitsuhumi takahashi bill hoagland yeah yeah uh fucking frank cavallero all these people were just like every day on tv so when you saw them you're like hey frank and you're like you don't fucking know me 
Yeah. Don't call me by my first name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's the price of... Hey, Brock. Frank, where's the zucchini? Yeah. <laughs> hey, is that the gray suit? <laughs> I thought you didn't like the gray suit because in episode 297... Oh, yeah. So that, I think that's just a byproduct. But yeah, it does create a very odd... Like people who I have in a certain strata of, of, of familiarity, hmm. right? Let's say like I see them twice a year, three times a year, and then I'll run into them and they'll be like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm good. Well, you know, I'm moving into a new house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it on the podcast. You're like, oh. Oh, uh, shit. Shit. Okay. You don't realize that you say. You're already updated on my whole life. You kind of know what's going on with me. And now I'm. this is really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't find it. It's it's interesting. I'd say it's interesting more than awkward. So it's not unpleasant, but it is weird. It is weird. It is weird for someone. You're like, so how's your mom? And you're like, what? <laughs> well, you know, like, like when you were a kid and you went, to, and you're like, oh yeah, I told that story. <laughs> and after like hundred episodes, and you forgot that you said the story. Yeah, after hundred <laughs> episodes, certain shit might start like not be remembered. Like you won't remember certain things you did. You know, dude, we've put out like two hundred hours. Is that is that an accurate number or are you exaggerating? Well, on average, our episodes are like two hours long. Yeah, that makes sense. And we've done a hundred episodes. It's that's two mental. That's two hundred hours of blah blah, <laughs> blah fucking Buck, blah, fucking blah blah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Shut <laughs> you piece of shit. Your fucking pile. <laughs> I've been listening to you guys for two hundred hours. I can't. I want that time back. Blah, fucking, your <laughs> life is special. On the bright side, you know that no one could possibly listen to 200 hours of us. Right. <laughs> but yet, I mean, we, no, I don't think, especially me, I don't think that would be possible. <laughs> you, We would have to work you, like with a, we'd have to put a gun to your head to get you to do 200 hours of talking. I don't think you've done 200 no. of talking in your regular life. No, 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 no. Out of that 200 hours of talking i've probably talked for like two <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true it's funny because it's true ladies and gentlemen it's funny because it's true um uh, you know another th- i only say things when i have something to oh, say here we go because <laughs> i just oh, here we go <laughs> blah bullshit fucking again. <laughs> blah all over again um yeah well, the other thing speaking of you know hearing from people from time to time that you don't get to hear from um one thing I think was really cool, and this is definitely not in the, I'm not saying any of this to pat ourselves on the back or anything like this. I take no special award. Um, but I think we both at some point just made this concentrated effort where like to, to get uh, female guests, you know, and not just based on the fact that they were female, but we're like, you know, let's, we, we, just, we just looked at each other and we're like, we know a, a shit ton of really cool women, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and if we don't, let's, let's get some on, you know, and we did, and we, we are very rich in friends, you and I already. Very rich. Yeah. M- uh, more wealthy than we'd like to admit because seriously, like we're very, very fortunate and a absolutely. lot of, we have a lot of fucking crazy smart women in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was really cool that we managed to get some of them to come on. It, it was sort must of a, be daunting for them. It was like the first, like, let's say three months. Right. That just because we had a bunch of our dude friends on (laughs) and they were the ones who happened to say yes, Mm -hmm. that ended up being a bit of a sausage fest for the first few months. And that's when we kind of made the effort to diversify a little bit, you know, made a conscious effort to bring the ladies on. And I think that the guys were a little bit more ready and willing, you know. It would make sense when you think about it. And two men are like, you want to come over and record a show with us? <laughs> I'm even if you know that we have good reputations, whatever. I mean, that's still there's still that like basic sort of weirdness right. to it, right? Yeah. And also, I mean, they might just think it's like a dude cast, right? Right. And and there's plenty kidding. of dude casts out there. That's right. not what we were trying to do, but it sort of ended up being that unintentionally for the first few months because we were just. Because dudes just get together with dudes and do stuff. Right. And we were just getting together and drinking beers and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it had really nothing like, finally, we can talk because they're not around. Like, it was never that. Mm-hmm. But 
I really like the fact that we had these wicked smart, wicked interesting women on. I, the episode, one episode that really sticks out for me, uh, of course, first lady of of uh, Fire in a Hole, uh, Serena. Serena. Uh, shout out. Um, I really liked the fact when we met Starla. Oh yeah. Who I she had. She was great. She was like I. I still follow her on Instagram. And, Same. Yeah, me too. And but I would just remember what a cool cat she was. Very cool. Very young, but very together and very sort of ambitious. And you could already hear in her voice that she was like, I'm, you know, yeah, okay, I do um, uh, modeling, semi-nude, nude modeling, whatever, but like really in control of her destiny or at least really intent on on, on flourishing her career and all that stuff. And that was so cool to see, you know, and that she took a chance. She came down to talk to us. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sonia uh, from Anomal who who you know could have totally objected on based on the fact that you know her english isn't perfect uh or that she has a bit of an accent you know but she just was fearless she came on and we had a great time she did great i really enjoyed that episode yeah yeah and um uh jessica cardosh um who was fun and i know you're laughing because i i'm i I just went hungarian on you you make the dosh cardosh cardosh Cardosh, jessica jessica and uh Shout out uh, to Jessica. Shout out to Jessica. Um, even um, even when we started doing our rounds in the comedy, like how it led into the comedy thing too. What about Danny like, Girl, of course, Danny Girl. Fucking Danny Girl, yeah. man. She's and especially solid episode. Once you sort of follow her a bit online and you see her interaction, you realize that we were super lucky to get her because she's like a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, she's sure. super busy, all over doing things everywhere, and so the fact that she even like. We caught some of it, you know, captured a little bit of that. Right. Uh, was hilarious. And the way she just came in and fucking owned the place. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. She could do her own podcast. Yeah. Speaking of which, Kirsten. Oh, yeah, of course. Fucking Kirsten, man. Natural podcaster. Yeah, I wonder, she's, has she launched yet? Is she? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't, heard heard, back. I haven't heard anything about it yet. But well, she's a mom. She gets a pass. But yeah. I she's, hope she does. She's uh, busy with her work stuff, too. Right, she's uh, she's a busy lady, and Burning Man and all their other adventures. Right. So yeah, that was a great interview as well. It and she cool. even did a takeover. Yeah, did the takeover. That's right with the with her favorite uh, hookers. W- w- sexual workers. Yeah, her favorite hookers. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really weird and different and special. Yeah, we've done a few experiments here mm-hmm. and there. You know, we're still. I feel like after two years, we're still kind of trying to find the right formula. Yeah. Like we're not sort of set in stone, but and maybe that's the formula, right? Is that we're constantly trying to find the formula? Like maybe, maybe that's the uh that that's kind of been the charm of the show, I guess, mm. for those that uh tune in regularly. And by the way, I'd like to obviously shout out anyone and everyone that's supported the show, listened to the show, uh constantly asks us about it, uh that's enthusiastic about it. Like, thank you so much for you know, caring about those 200 hours of blah, <laughs> fucking blah. Blah, fucking blah. Because <laughs> that's a big deal, you know? It's and huge. I think at some point, even though we're very comfortable with ourselves, I think if we'd realized that, like, nobody was listening, we would have stopped at some point and just said, like, fuck it. This is fun. This was, this is, this was fun. If nobody was listening or if people were just commenting, like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. You're terrible. <laughs> stop podcasting. Which... <coughs> would be hilarious uh it would make me want to stop definitely <laughs> so yeah you know shout out to all the i don't want to say fans i want to say listeners i yeah. want to say people who enjoyed what we were doing and yeah i mean it's literally affected our lives the direction of our lives um you would certainly has reconnecting with your dad um it kind of leading to conversations between us which led to you kind of pushing me to do the stand-up thing it's one way of putting it, yeah. I mean, I feel like it was the conduit, right? Absolutely. In fact, I think you might have even admitted to it. That that was my secret motive for saying yes to doing a podcast? Right. Yeah. 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 I would say that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you would say that that's, that's <laughs> an accurate portrayal. Yeah, that's 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get you comfortable behind a microphone. Right. To get you to go up that's a and fulfill point. your de- destiny. I fulfill your destiny. Yeah, it was a genius move. Because I'm a fucking genius. 
<laughs> well, you are. You are. You're very subtle in your ways. Evil genius. Yes. I, I, I evil not so much. I think what what's evil is the how meticulous you are mm. and how you will plan things for years. That's very That's right. It's very shrewd, shrewd. Well, you did get up on stage, didn't you? Yes, I did. And uh, I've been meaning to address that as well. I've been away from the stage for some time because of all the things we've already discussed. Right. And I'm in a weird place right now mentally, but I definitely, I mean, I've met a new lady. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's really great. Uh, Really unexpected kind of situation there. She seems very great. Yes, no, she really is something else, man. Uh, and um, just shout out to great lady. Yeah, shout out great lady. Just to um, um, just being around that energy and like this, she's she's very different from anyone I've ever met before, hmm. and that has kind of forced me to reevaluate and to 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 think about what I'm about again, and you know to. Acknowledge what wisdom I have gathered, but also because face. you thought you met all the people. Yeah, exactly, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I met all of the types of people. Which exactly. one are you? Right. Oh, I haven't met you before. Surprise! Yeah, yeah. surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about it. Yeah, that basically is the brunt of it. You haven't figured out everything, Jason. It's a great feeling. Yeah, it was really, really um, depressing to think that I had seen it all. Dude, yeah. You know, that some of the variations here and Time there. to die. <laughs> <laughs> like the, tears in the rain. <laughs> I turned it to Roy Batty just now. <laughs> uh, give me more life, fucker. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's definitely had a big impact on me as far as, you know, sure. I mean, it's, it's really revitalizing and invigorating and all that. But also just... I think I need to figure out if stand-up comedy still is a thing that I I, I want to do. And part of me really enjoyed it. But I, I need to really, really honestly face whether that's part of my future or not. Right. It's It's not a question of not enjoying it. It's not a question of not loving the grind. But do I have room for it in my life right now? I really have to f- face that. Yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't want to half-ass it. Right. And you do have a lot of stuff going on, so I think that's pretty reasonable. Right. Like maybe when when things stabilize a bit, once I manage my time better sure. um, and find a what they uh what they used to call free time. What is this, this free time? Tell me of this free time. Hmm. Long, long ago. <laughs> when the sky was the you know, <laughs> like whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. I know <clears throat> what you're trying to say. So, yeah, that's the status on that. Uh, so for those of you guys, you know, asking, it's not the will. It's not, you know, I haven't lost a passion for it, but I just I just need to find the right combination to be able to get back to it. Life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him, him whispering that part, but. I yeah. whisper that part for oh, dramatic effect. Stage whisper. Stage whisper. Stage whisper. Blah, fucking. All right, before we we drive people completely insane, a um, couple of other episodes that I thought were really cool is, I mean, again, this goes back to our technological upgrade, hmm. was being able to take this whole setup on the road. Right. Right? Yeah, we're fully mobile now. Just being able to go like a, to a club or a bar and ca- cast from there, like we did last episode with uh, AA meeting. Shout out to AA meeting. Yeah. Um, like That was such a trip. Yeah, this whole podcast fits in a backpack now. Yeah, and it's it's legit though. Like when we show up, people are like a little intimidated by how calm we are and how I've got everything set up, you know. Mm. And we used to be the ones shitting our pants of whether any of this is going to work. Right. And now we're just like we put it to bed, and and now it's just about like, do we want to go somewhere and do the show elsewhere? Let's do it. You do, do we want to have it in the middle of a noisy bar? Right. Fuck it. Let's do that. Roofcast. We did roof, roof cast. We did roof cast. Set up in a bar. We haven't done a pool cast though, but that's because it's dangerous. Yeah, the equipment's not waterproof <laughs> yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm You're working, working on it. <laughs> Come on, little, little by little. Uh, space cast, maybe at some point. Maybe. Yeah, but that it's that's not a small thing, you know. Like it opens up tons of opportunities. 
the other thing is like i didn't like back in the early days when everything was jerry-rigged and held together with duct tape mm-hmm. i didn't want to have anybody over that wasn't our friend because <laughs> i was afraid that the shit wasn't going to work and i wasn't going to be able to fix it right 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 yeah, like, yeah you don't want to be especially you you're like a prepared guy right i would feel super embarrassed if like i had somebody over for a podcast and like especially if we'd were, like been talking for two hours and like oh sorry it wasn't recording. There was no film in the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's a like horrible. rookie fucking bullshit Dude, mistake. You know? That happened to me like twice. I know it did. And 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 one of the people that participated who's been a guest on the show. Deserved uh, it? Sorry? Deserved N- it. <laughs> no. I was thinking of our good friend Dave. Oh, um, not Dave. Dave Michaels, who uh, is, you know, in a wheelchair. Yeah, and I, I I had him come out to the Mount Royal, and I fucked up the, the the recording. Or although I think that time it was the the equipment that screwed up. But wait I record- for the podcast. No, no, this was a separate recording where I just wanted to jam with him and some other geeks about some comic book movie stuff. With our gear? No, this was just with my video gear. Oh, okay, but I I fucked the dog somehow on oh. the first time, and the second time, and I'm like, I got a guy with special transportation needs hauled them all the way out here and i fucked the dog on this like i mean obviously again the equipment failed but i wanted wait did the equipment fail because you didn't put a cassette the first time i fucked up (laughs) it was my fault i didn't set the sound things properly okay but the second time literally something happened to the the memory card and it was corrupted and it basically the footage was garbage i couldn't so you did this to him twice yes uh, and he was a good sport about it. Oh, Dave, you're wait, a wait. prince. I didn't say I did. Wait, what is this? You did it to him twice. I didn't do anything. You did this, Jason. Just, you're responsible. I'm trying to relate to your story of what it feels like to... Now you've now you've turned me into an asshole. And if I had done that, I would have been responsible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I would be just as bad as you, Jason, exactly. which I think we can agree nobody wants to fall that low. No one lives. would want that. No. Oh no, no, no. No, there's just, there's levels we're prepared to accept a failure, but right. that's not a level. So shout out to Dave for being a guest on the show. Yeah. Uh and to Sean as well. But also uh I'm sorry for those two video things, which I'm randomly apologizing for something that happened years ago. Yeah. And I had nothing to do with that for the record. <laughs> for the record. I would like to point that out. <laughs> so this I think What about Adam? Adam's episode. Adam speaking of AA meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he talked to us about his uh, concussion. Yeah, that was some profound shit. That was some dark dark and, and truth-based uh, stuff, which was really great. Very sincere and very honest about it. And I think a message that people need to know more about concussions and stuff. Like yeah. The people really don't have an idea of how you know destructive that can be to your life right yeah actually today i was talking to a colleague of mine who's like this you know he's like maybe uh 10 years younger than me and he's on a second concussion now and he's like well you know c'est la vie i'm like bro Hmm. and it reminded me of adam who was so just as a testament and a credit to what a great person he is and how he's just full of love and his heart is open all the time right that he had no reservations about just like telling us about what are potentially embarrassing or very personal well there's uh, all this stigma around like men- anything mental right right like we don't like talking about mental illness we don't like talking about mental brain damage or right yeah he just exactly. just came right out with it yeah what a prince man shout out to to adam yeah we have to have uh, come back and, and of course for those who might be uh invested in in his story uh we saw him recently and we didn't we didn't really talk about it on on the air but he is has made like a full recovery and he's doing great yeah man yeah yeah exactly you guys didn't see him in the in the studio you just heard us uh sort of fucking around but when they did jam and they did play those songs like adam was on fire like he was yeah leaps and bounds where he was uh, from where he was when he first came to talk to us about his concussion and stuff. Yeah, and just talking to him, you can tell he's in a better place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's he, he's like, I was like, I thought he was a lovely person when I first met him mm-hmm. at like 20% uh, operational capacity. Right. And then to see him any like seem like flourish and just back to himself and so happy and invested in his musical projects, like 
definitely one of my favorite guests on the show. Yeah, what a prince. And, uh, you know, speaking of casts that kind of shed light on stuff, you know, uh, talking to Duffman. Yeah, 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 that was another one. Uh, Mathieu Dufresne, like, he was kind enough to, to open us open up to us about his depression and all that like that for when you think about some people going like oh i don't even want to come on to talk about what i'm i can easily talk about and then here's a guy who's ready to open up about something super stigmatized yeah he 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 bore his soul and anyway i think that's really you know super super brave of him to do Mm -hmm. and i think it's maybe also testament to the And I don't want to, you know, again, I don't want to pat ourselves on the back too much, but I think that, I don't think he would have done that in the presence of just anyone. I th I'd like to think that we've established um, kind of a, a pattern of being just really chill guys to talk to. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And he also knew us from before and stuff, so. Sure, but I mean, he didn't really know what yeah. was going to happen, you know, and we've had guests who've admitted to us afterwards that they were like, They thought we were up to something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to realize that, oh, okay, these guys just wanted to chat. Big James. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they thought there was some political or, or other, you know, reason. Right. Um, like that, like it was going to be some kind of gotcha moment. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And and well, I, I mean, you have to... You can't blame people for thinking that. Yeah, you have to understand. You know, somebody you don't know that well invites you to come onto this thing and you never, you don't know... Like I, I'm surprised that so many people were willing to come and talk to us, yeah, and, and did a great job. Or even like just from a personal security, uh, you know, two guys inviting a young woman to come to uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you'd have like if I put myself in her shoes, I would be a little concerned like you know what is this you know what is I, the show about should and i bring a bodyguard kind of thing right yeah? i would go out of my way too to always tell them like you know if you want to bring someone with you it's not a problem you know right even knowing that that might disrupt certain things like i was just like no your guest comfort it comes first right sure, sure sure and um um you know it's totally understandable that i mean especially since you know we're not too sure what the show's about <laughs> yeah Two guys go, would you want to come over and podcast so we have a great time? What is your show about? We don't really know. <laughs> Certain flags go come up. Come drink with us. Come talk into microphones. Yeah, we don't know what the show's about, but we have alcohol. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't worry, we're super laid back. You yeah, can do yeah, whatever yeah. you want. Whatever you want, we're, we're down with. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> it's not creepy at all. So I think it's a testament you to... You call the shots. <laughs> You just, you just, you just tell us what you want, and we'll give it to you. <laughs> Aww, Jason. I know, I know, but you started this. Yeah, I did. Uh, but I think again, it's a, it's a testament to our likability <laughs> and the fact that we're, you know, we're just, we're, we're just harmless. Harmless. We just seem harmless. We're just beta, <laughs> weak, not, not threatening. <laughs> They just knew that they could take us both in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> let's be, let's be they, honest. And they were right. <laughs> they were probably right. Um, yeah, exactly. No, that's that's definitely been a, uh, a really fun aspect of the show is that to discover all the little intricacies of, oh, yeah, this is not just like inviting someone over to your house. Right. This is goes on the record forever. Forever. And so no, be careful what you say. Come be super deep and introspective and and meaningful in yourself. Right. When you're not with your regular friends or family members, really. Yeah. Come and come and do two solid hours of you with someone with other with two strangers. Right. You know, it's 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 an interesting thing. It's a strange proposition because nobody really does this, right? Right. Like, how many people do you know that podcast? Not that many. Not that uh, many. Not that many at all, and or or that would podcast really. Um, Right, and that's. I wouldn't even have thought that I would have done that. Yeah, you definitely I, was a surprise podcast. I only did it to podcast. manipulate you. <laughs> <laughs> My intentions were were unpure from the beginning. Right. Otherwise, I would have never. Yeah, no, it's definitely something that... Now that you've succumbed to my will, why am I even continuing this? <laughs> succumbed to my will. <laughs> I like that. I like that. No, uh, no fucking around. Yeah, but I mean, listen. Um, like, yeah, podcasting definitely... 
lives in that area of like, yeah, I should totally start one and you never do it. Mm. So what to actually do it is, is, I mean, I've missed it, man. Like this, these delays and these sort of weeks that have gone by where we just couldn't get it done because of our schedules. Like right. I, I felt a fun, like a hole literally in, in, in my creative, you know, I feel like this has become an important part of my life. Yeah. It's like, We've been doing this for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was our thing. And and it's also now more, I think maybe now that we're busy, this is more important than it ever has been. Right. Because we now really have to like make the time to do it. I agree. Uh, and I mean, I don't know about you, but um, I'm ready to renew our vows with regards to this <laughs> podcast. Um, well, I'm following you, man. Like I, I can, I can, I can make it happen. So it's really more, you know. And I think everyone listening to just wants you to, you know, take care of your obligations and whatever frequency we can manage, we'll manage. Yeah, exactly. As, I'm, I'm pretty pretty flexible. As many episodes as we can manage, and uh, we will we will make and uh, we will we will keep this podcast alive. I'd like to commit to it. I'm also like we still have ideas and we still have we're excited about it. Still, you know, it's not just something we're gonna phone in every once in a while no man well, like I think we, we are they're, currently there's still <laughs> like we are currently <laughs> like how you snuck that in there <laughs> no i think there's some interesting way and in interesting places that we can take take the, the, the podcast mm -hmm. uh, we'll need to give it some thought and uh we're definitely open to suggestions if everybody anybody wants to pass some on our way yeah uh but like like we were saying before you know the new equipment and like stuff sort of opens us up to take this show to the world. Absolutely. And, you know, on that note, uh, I've actually been looking into this uh, app called Anchor, which okay. um, allows you to spontaneously podcast from anywhere. It immediately sends to all channels, and you can even just podcast telephone conversations. What? Uh, yeah. And it's it's just like it showed up in the, the grossest, most obnoxious instagram advertisement forced you know like reserved ad space thing hmm. but it caught my eye and i was like is this bullshit and i'm looking into it and that could um add some spice to the one shots you know okay like for instance if there's any reason why we can't get together or you're somewhere you're traveling mm -hmm. you meet someone interesting and there's just like no way of getting me in the room that room but you you want to get that person on record yeah that could really, really uh, be an interesting tool. Cool. You know, we could do a little half hour, 15 minute, 20 minute little one shots. And yeah, that could be cool. Just create more content. We were toying around with the idea of doing some live stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Like go to a bar and actually do it there in front of a live studio audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely still on the plate. I'd like to explore that. Um, we, You know, 100 episodes, I mean... Definitely, uh, when when the city dethaws properly, <laughs> yeah. I think we're due. Now that we both have rooftop terraces, hmm. oh, uh, do you have a rooftop terrace yeah, in your yeah, new place? Yeah, fucking right on, fucking man. right on, eh, baby? Yeah, yeah. Now that we both have like the the place to throw a little shindig, sweet. Um, we should definitely call down the guests. Uh, so this is uh, an official, unofficial, dateless invitation, event, event not settled, <laughs> TBA, everything. Hmm. Uh, call to everybody that's been on the fire in a hole show and that possibly will be until that moment. We are going to, we've been talking about this for a long time. We're going to definitely get you guys together. I'm going to throw you a little celebration slash housewarming party for Jason. Yeah, we got to do that too. <laughs> a celebration, man. Yeah. That would be great. And I'd love the idea of throwing a party for the guests. Yeah. You know, like, Keep putting a nice spread out, like a nice fucking spread of, of, of food, drinks. They don't have to do anything. They just have to show up, have a fucking great time. Maybe we even cast a little bit or we don't. But either way, we just show our appreciation and our love. Sounds good to me, man. Um, it would, it would, And then like the idea, it occurred to me afterwards, the idea that we don't realize this, but a lot of our guests don't know each other. True. But that they've all had this experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've all been abducted by the UF, by the <laughs> fire in a hole spaceship. Right. 
for a couple hours. They all have missing time. Right. <laughs> this is getting creepier as I elaborate on <laughs> it, this metaphor. It is. Abort. <laughs> Abort. <laughs> Tobias alert. To, Tobias alert. Um, yeah, I feel like there could be a lot of fun there because maybe there's a thread that, that we didn't realize. They could set a support group. <laughs> maybe a support group. But I'm just thinking like how there's people that have... Um, things in common that they are you know like we don't even we don't see that see it mm. but there's like a type of person maybe that we've been there's a pattern to all the people we've been bringing together mm-hmm. and maybe this would be in like s- the sickest party ever of interesting people i could see it being off the hizzy there's no party that that has that many people we want to talk to <laughs> right that's right true. yeah that's not that's not existent very true I'm almost afraid of what would happen to get that many people I would like to talk to into one room. I mean, it's, it's great. I'd, I'd, I'd really love to do that. All right. So that's our mission past episode 100. That's a pledge we're making to you guys. Sounds good. So in a way, I think, what, we're, what are we trying to say here? Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to the people who um, have put up with us podcasting. Yeah. Like her family members who <laughs> yeah. accepted that this was just something we had blind devotion to. Right. Um, I'd like to thank you. Thank you. Because I, I know this has been much, a much bigger effort for you, I feel, in terms of like doing things that you're not, you're not you know, you're not, you don't think you're suited for necessarily or right. that you're drawn towards. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree, obviously. That's well, been a good exercise for me. Can I get out of my shell a little bit? Yeah. For fun, right? Like I do it for like work stuff when I have to and I do a pretty decent job of it, but I don't choose to do it. You know? Right, right. I think uh, surprising. Sorry? This was a choice. This is a choice and I think, yeah. I'd, I think I love that aspect of it. And I think it's made me a better conversationalist. Like I've always been good at, conver- at making conversation, mm-hmm. but I think it's made me more concise and more together because... The podcast, obviously, uh, I didn't ever wanted to ramble on too much. Right. So while I do talk a lot, still, I feel like my shit, my my word economy, and my my my, I'm more on point now. Yeah, there's a purpose. He said rambling. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you know you're, yeah you're 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 guiding the conversation more, and seating the floor more to the guest and trying to bring the best out of the guest. Like I think that's that's one thing that I'm. I've, I've been happy that we've done is that we've always tried to put the guest in a, in a, in a positive light. You know, we've, yeah, we're excited pro- about them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't been like, come on my show. Cause I, for content. Exactly. To make the show good. And there's no gotcha moments. There's no like Zero. trying to like put people into a position or be like controversial just to be controversial. It was just like, and we probably lost out because of a little bit on the, on that score, but I'd Maybe. rather have it that way any day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We've edited out stuff that made the guests seem like, you know, not uh, put them in perhaps a bad light. Tricky without, situations, yeah. Without necessarily, like if they misspoke or something like that. Uh, we've always tried to put them in a good light. Yeah, I've legitimately been, we've been both very excited about the guests. Like we literally get excited about having people on and when it's a good one, and that's another thing I'd like to point out that I'm really proud of is there's literally never been an episode that we've scrapped. If 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 there's been anything that we've cut, it was either because it wasn't, you know, it was for creative purposes, right. technical problems, but otherwise, like, we've never had to, like, just burn and slash one because it went horribly wrong. No. I mean, I've um, I've enjoyed pretty much every episode we've done. Yeah. And that's... And a hundred after a hundred episodes, Jesus, that's that's. Uh, I feel like that's an achievement. That's pretty good, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm thankful for that. Yeah, and I've had a great time, and it's given us a chance to hang out more regularly. Which before the podcast, you know, we could go like a month, two months, three months without hanging out. That's true. This gave us an opportunity to, an excuse to get together, every week for like two years. Yeah, I I love that. I love that when I say podcast, like I get fewer people trying to fuck with that. Right. They're just like, oh, okay, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> right. Somehow, even though it's just two us two of us getting together and just talking into mics, like right. it has a legit officialness to it that commands a 
a dramatic drop in interference and fuckery from from life. Right. It's just Oh, you're getting married that night? Oh, sorry. I'm podcasting. I'm podcasting. Yeah. You know it is. You know. Can't you pod- count you guys mobile? I got to go. Uh, I got to go. You know, showbiz. Showbiz, you know. <laughs> it's it's a bitch. Let's do lunch. Let's do lunch. Yeah. Tomorrow. Have your people come, my people. I can't do it. You're beautiful. <laughs> Don't have a change. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to everybody. Uh, this is this is episode 100, and I hope you stay with us for you know 100 more. Absolutely, Cintani, I think as the Italians say, Cintani. Cintani. At least I say the Italians, but let's face it, it's another movie reference from like Godfather or something. Absolutely, it is. So uh, I love you guys. Uh, it's been fun, and we're just we're just gonna try to uh, raise the stakes and make this even better. We're just getting started, bitches. <laughs> Peace out. Breakfast time. (laughs) Peace.